Hey, we're back for episode two. I can't believe that I'm actually being consistent, but um, I'm proud of myself. All right, so let's get into it because this is going to be like a semi-long one. Um, and it's a little complicated, but I actually wrote down the order that I want to go in. So I'm excited. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. All right. All right. This episode is church, 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 church. All right. Let's just get into it. Um, so last episode was just the beginning of me as a little tadpole growing in my mom um (laughs) no but this episode is gonna be about church so basically here we go i was born and raised in church my whole entire life all i've ever known is church right um but i'm not gonna say the name of the church but i we were a part of a council um el concilio latinoamericano and it was a super, super, super Pentecostal church. It was a tiny, tiny church um, where a lot of things happened. But um, that's that's where I began my walk with Jesus Christ. No, but um, it was super Pentecostal. And for those of you who don't know what Pentecostal is... Um, for, for what it what it was for me specifically was, as a female, you couldn't wear pants, you couldn't wear earrings, makeup, dye your hair, cut your hair, wear open-toed shoes, paint your nails. Like th- there was a lot of limitations, uh, for women. I don't know about a man because I'm not a man, and I honestly didn't care. Um. But, um, yeah, you couldn't do all of that. And then also, like, everything that comes with Christianity. Um, yeah, great. So when I was, like, about four or five, the church got a new pastor. And for the sake of this episode, I'm not going to say... I'm 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 generally not going to name any names. Um, so let's just stick with my dad and my mom. But they're, they're not my biological parents I just say that they're my parents and like if you know me in real life I literally will refer to them as my parents and people will get confused like bro didn't your dad die he did he did die but these are my bonus parents like they adopted me so I'm their I'm their I'm their kid right so my says sorry when I was like four or five, the church got a new set of pastors. So my parents, um, they have their own children, biological children. Um, they didn't actually legally adopt me, by the way, just clearing that up. Um, and so I grew up in church as one of the youngest females in church. So I was the baby. I was always trying to like relate to all the older girls or like I always wanted to be older so I could be able to fit in with them but I just wasn't um so there were three 
oh by the way sorry i gotta go back give you the basics um i used to have to go to church tuesdays thursdays um, friday sometimes saturday definitely sunday so that's five times a week that i would have to go to church which was awesome for me because my life was literally school home and church nothing and literally nothing 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 else so for me going to church was like oh my god i'm gonna go hang out with my people that's great um and that's and also i didn't most of my family is in guatemala so damn i did that again guatemala conchale most of my family is in guatemala so um going to church and getting to see these people five times a week was like oh i'm I'm gonna not only hang out with my quote-unquote friends but i'm also hanging out with my family um so for me it was really dope and um i had three girls in particular older girls in particular that really that i will call them my sisters clearly they were not my sisters but um i would call them my sisters um let's just name them let's just go by their initials so it was at first it was g and n they were my older sisters or so i consider them from n both of these girls were older than me way older now way probably like four or more years older than me um so i learned a lot of things from them kind of n was more of like a cautionary tale she she started having kids really young and it just went downhill from there but g she taught me wow she taught me a lot she taught me how to shave my legs she taught me uh like she she like was a she was a standard for my style at the time um so like i i i do have to like give her props like she did build kind of what my style is today a little bit um so she basically taught me how to be feminine because my mom is not is not very feminine my mom she doesn't she she has never really worn makeup uh or done her nails or anything like that nothing um so G, g taught me a lot of things um and also she was a a worshiper in church so she also taught me how to worship and how to do like little riffs and stuff so she she was i considered her my big sister um and then there was jay oh my god i think out of all three jay was my favorite um jay was my favorite i don't she was just fun to me she was she she lived in staten island and she would come all the way to queens to go to church she had her reasons i don't know i was i was a kid again she was older than me 
but I just remember that she was so fun to be around like um I would she she really like like G started the the femininity in me but J really took it to the next level like at one point I remember that she used to work in a beauty supply store and so she would she would buy me everything buy me or bring me I'm not sure which one of the two she would get me um curling irons flat irons blow I don't know if a blow dryer um but like hair products makeup this woman everything everything clothes even um rainbows was rainbow and pretty girl was it back then I think it was more pretty girl than rainbow and she used to buy me clothes I was I was even in her wedding um I was a bridesmaid and I honestly she was so amazing so amazing granted me and these three girls that I considered my sisters um you know time time happened um they ended up leaving church for their own reasons and you know we 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 all grew apart um so I continued in church um I I it again it was a small church and I eventually I ended up being the only young female in church and boy did I push my limits I wasn't like I wasn't a bad kid but I did push buttons and I did push boundaries um I I remember I used to you said I couldn't wear earrings boom I got my ears pierced I got my ears pierced at least four to five times um sometimes with my mom's permission sometimes not but I would it was it was so many times because my earlobe is thick and it would never heal um and then one time my mom she like hit me across the face or something and it it got my ear so swollen that my ear swallowed the earring anyway back to the story I would push my boundaries um with my dad so much like I would get um bleach facial facial bleach facial hair bleach and I would put it on the ends of my hair to like make an ombre effect I would wear I still would wear pants in school and I would I would let him know like bro I'm still wearing pants in school I'll I'll come to church with skirt but I'm not I'm not doing that at school um I I pushed every boundary that I can possibly push and I never got disciplina never 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 like me and him we would me and him and my and his wife my mom we would have conversations about um you know the standard in church but it never got like I never got a disciplina for it um so I continued I I I I as I grew in church I also grew in responsibilities so I was like Aro Blanco I was 
you could eat it with everything white rice you could eat it with everything it goes with everything that's what i was i was in everything pro templo i don't know if y'all know what that is but basically they used to make food to raise money for the church i was in there no porque quería ayudar but i wanted to eat <laughs> yo i me and my brothers we would always help because we wanted to eat empanadas papa rellena whatever they were selling we wanted some so we would go and help and we would get one sometimes for free um so i was in pro templo like i would help set up set up the food or um i was a a kid's sunday school teacher for the kids and then i moved up to the youth um i was a worship leader i was um la directora de niños the director of the kids um i was the president of the youth society like i was i was everything um and then i turned 18 and boom freedom baby no but um through all all these years um i did i did know who i knew who god was but i just didn't think that i knew who god was and i knew who he was to other people but i didn't think that that same god could be my god like i didn't think that the god of miracles could be my god and i could see miracles so I knew of him, but I didn't necessarily have a relationship with him. Um, so I hit 18 and I started, I started going to Bible Institute. Um, but I, while going to Bible Institute, I just saw a lot of things that started to discourage me or started to like taint my view on marriage and love and I kind of like I was like bro I need to like break out of whatever it is that I'm in right now and I because I felt quote unquote spiritually stuck excuse my language but that was bs um I felt spiritually stuck so I decided you know what I'm gonna move to another church bro mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. I decided to move to another church. So I had a conversation with my dad. I was like, hey, I feel like I've reached capacity here. Um, and I, I, you know, I think that I just need to go to another church. I feel like I could grow somewhere else because I feel like here I've just reached capacity. Um, so I ended up going to another church, but that was in the same council. And, but also my my actual reason wasn't because i wanted to grow somewhere else my actual reason was because when i started going to bible institute i started to realize that i i had freedom um bible institute was in la synagoga in harlem i live in queens so i my in order to be quote unquote safe one of the ladies in my church she lived closer to la synagoga than i did so she told me that i could 
once I left class, because class was at night, once I left class, I could go to her house and sleep over and then come to my house in the morning when it was quote unquote safe. So I realized that I had that safety and I was young and dumb. So sometimes I would get off like a couple stops early from the train and walk to La Hermana's house because I wanted to feel the, 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 the freeness of the nighttime, bro. I was, mm, I was a mess. So I started to realize that I had this freedom from my mom because again, like I said, my life at that point was my life always was a church, a school, home, church, nothing else. Did I hang out with friends if I skip school? But that's another story for another time. That's another story. But I, I, I just didn't have any type of freedom. So I realized if I go to, now that I'm going to Institute, I have freedom, but I want to take it a step further and I want to fully explore the depths of freedom. So I decided, let's go to a different church. I went to a different church. I met a guy um, and I left church. Yeah. Yeah. But this is, this is, this is the thing. I had been asking God, God, like, okay in the pentecostal life there's not much for a woman or i didn't see that there was much for me i i was the culture was basically you find somebody young and you get married young para no pecar like to not sin to not fall in like sexual temptation blah blah um so my prayer at that point was god I don't I want to meet my husband young and I want to struggle like I don't mind struggling with him so when I went to a different church and I met this guy literally I met him not even a week into me being in that church and we already started something we weren't officially dating but we had started something so when I met him it was kind of it was it was like oh my god god you answered my prayer like this is my man this is it like this is this is where I'm staying. Um, that was that was not mm, 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 no. But that guy is not today's story. So we're just gonna continue with church. Um, so I want to say like a year later, I oh while I was with this guy, I was trying to kind of go to church. But I just felt really out of place and really judged. So I just, I was, I decided not to. Eventually, me and that guy kind of, kind of broke up. I say kind of because we're going to talk about that in another episode. We kind of broke up. Um, I think I'm going to have to make a part two because this is going long. But anyway... Um, me and this guy we kind of broke up so I went I came I went back to my old church but by the time that I went back to my old church my parents were retiring so another set of pastors were gonna take their place and um I, I wasn't excited about that but my mom was because well not excited because she she my mom my actual biological mom 
she really loved um, my parents, the old set of pastors, because they were there for years. You know, they they were family. But she was low-key excited because this new couple that was coming to be pastors, they were from Guatemala. And they also had a daughter who went something went through something similar to me um like that you know she she had a man and left church um except she had a kid that was the only difference between me and her um so my mom was kind of like excited but that's when things went downhill if if you thought things went downhill when i left church for that guy no 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 this is where it goes downhill so i started assisting church regularly um and i thought everything was fine like nobody had ever come up to me talking about disciplina nobody had ever told me that i couldn't participate um you know i just thought that i was part of the church again that i was home However, home didn't feel like home anymore. Home felt like everybody was trying to, excuse my language, kiss up to these pastors to like get on their good side or to be their favorite or to just to be favored. Um, and, and I wasn't really with it. I, I don't, I don't do that. So, um... I was going for a couple months. I think it was even, it might have been even a year. Let's stick with months. It was probably a couple months in that I was consistently going. Um, and my friend from a different church, but the a different church, but same council, they were having a, a youth service for like the whole, the council in our borough. Um, so she invited me to sing. So I I wasn't going to tell that pastor. But like we were just in, a, in the same car at the time. So I decided to tell him. And he said no. But I, I didn't ask for permission. So his no was like what? So he said no. And I'm like okay but. Um, I, I mean, I'm not asking you permission, but why are you saying no? And he's like, well, because you're not a member of our church, so I can't authorize that. I'm like, okay, well, what do I have to do to be a member of the church? And he said, you have to go through a certain period of disciplina. And for those of you who don't know what disciplina is, it's discipline. It's basically, or what what it was for for me in regards to them it was um it was basically you just sit down in the back of the church and it's officially announced that you're placed on disciplina and you're not allowed to participate in anything for a certain amount of time and then once that's done then you can participate again um that that's what it was for me it was never actually explained to me in detail so after that car conversation with that pastor <clears throat> sorry I kind of understood or I thought we had an understanding that okay I'm 
I'm, I'm, Disciplina started that day in the car. Um, apparently it didn't. So I, I don't know how we, we initiated a conversation, but, um, I had a conversation. We went down to his office cause it was, we had a basement and his, his office was in the basement. So it was me, my mom, him and his wife. I also have to mention that his, throughout the transcourse of me being back in church, like I said before, I was in everything. Before I left, I was in everything. I participated in literally everything. I was, I was almost the go-to person for the majority of things. I want to say like 80% of things. I was like the go-to person to help things happen. Um... She, the pastor's wife never spoke to me. When I say never, I mean, I could probably count on one hand how many times she actually said hi to me, but we never spoke. Like she never, never, when I say never, I mean never. Um, so when we had this conversation, it was basically like me and my mom expressing to them our disappointment and our hurt because number one I wasn't acknowledged I think the the pastor was the only person that actually sometimes said hi to me but other than that I was not acknowledged at all um so my mom basically said like I I what I was excited or I was happy that you guys were gonna come and be pastors because I felt like number one, we're from the same country, so I already felt excited because of that. We we, we share the same country, um, and also because your daughter went through something similar that my daughter went through, so I felt like you guys were really gonna like be very hands on with my daughter and kind of guide her back to, you know the path of the lord (laughs) um so i also said i was like you know i've been coming and i thought that we had an agreement that that day that we spoke in the car that i had started my discipline and he was like no we just spoke that you had to have discipline we never spoke that you were actually gonna start it or that you actually wanted to start it um because Punto y aparte, period, and and moving forward. Um, because I I always I grew up with the understanding that Pentecostal church worked like this, this, and this, but I never actually like stop wearing pants or stop wearing jewelry or stop like doing certain things. This pastor was different. He cared about that very deeply. Um, so. And but again, I'm I never hid that I wore pants. So he also brought that up in the meeting, and he was like, "You still wear pants, so you've been violating. If you think that you've been in disciplina this whole time, you've been violating it the whole time. So it doesn't make sense that you've you think you've been doing it when you haven't." Um. So 
okay and then his wife went a step further and she was like oh i also brought up the fact that she never talks to me or never includes me in any she, she completely ignores my existence i don't exist to her um and she responded with i want to i'm gonna say it in spanish and then i'm gonna translate um usted demasiado seria i'm not quoting her this is what i remember she said something along the lines that I my, like I'm not proud of this, but I have a resting bee face. If you know what that means, you know what that means. If you don't, I really don't want to explain it. Um I have a very serious face. And or I can have one. And I don't necessarily I've been more intentional about it like as the years go on. Uh but I I I didn't like I was I was a kid I was like 19 like I you so she basically said that my face um didn't allow her to interact with me and my like basically like my body language said no and her her mind understood that I didn't want to be acknowledged um, and then my mom got very upset and she was like, what well, as a pastor, um, that's not something that you, that, that should not be an excuse for you not to reach out to somebody. You should always reach out to somebody, even if that's their face, even if that's what they look like. Um, so after that conversation, I had the understanding that I was on disciplina. My, my, in my head, my disciplina started that day. Did it? I don't know, bro. I really don't know. But after that day, did anything change with their behavior towards me? No. Literally nothing changed. I, in my head, what I thought was, mind you, I was already hurt by like, I was already hurt by the experience that I had um, in Bible Institute. Oh, by the way, I dropped out of Bible Institute back back there, back back before I came back. Um, I I was I was very hurt by like the things that I saw while I was going to Bible Institute and the things I experienced. So experiencing this was like eh, yeah i don't want to go back to church but my mom would tell me let's leave this church like let's go to another church and i'm like no i refuse to 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 let them win i refuse to give them my home because like i said this is a place where i grew up like this is this was my family away from my family I I grew up here. My brothers grew up here. Like, this was my home away from home. I was here five days a week. Like, they can't just come. These new pastors can't just come and claim this as their territory. This is my mind. Claim this as their territory and take my home away from me. Um. So I was very, like hard-headed with that that no I had to make it work so I decided that I was gonna do a year of disciplina 
with or without their acknowledgement like I really didn't care I just wanted to complete a year and then leave so that I could leave again this is my head so that I could leave when my head held high um a year passed I ended up leaving and I didn't want to go to church anymore I was kind of like I'm I'm over the church scene like I know that God is real and I love God but I just don't want to go back to church I, I really don't want to go back to church however I started watching Transformation Church Pastor Mike Todd and his sermons introduced me or were the beginning of my relationship with Jesus because like I like I mentioned previously up until this point I I knew God existed um but I didn't I didn't know or I I I did I didn't know that I could have a relationship with him despite not being religious I don't know if that makes sense. I always felt like I had to constantly jump through hoops to get to Jesus. And because I couldn't successfully stop wearing pants or earrings or makeup or hair, whatever, because I couldn't fully do those things. I couldn't reach um, a successful point in my relationship with him or I or, or I, I didn't have a relationship with him period or I didn't I didn't have a right to actually be his daughter I could just be like you know in the background like hey an acquaintance I know you what's up um so when I started listening to pastor Mike Todd's sermons it was like oh wait I don't have to be religious or I don't have to jump through some like I don't have to do anything but be myself lay myself as broken as I am as empty as I am as undeserving or as unworthy as I am I literally just have to lay myself down at his feet and he loves me and accepts accepts me that way period and that that was the beginning of my actual relationship with Jesus and then my mom she started going to this non-denominational church and I was like she was like come with me I'm like hell no hell no dog hell no why because they were pent <laughs> yo I I was so Pentecostal. Well, I, I still consider myself Pentecostal, but not to like the extreme. But I was so Pentecostal that I was such a hypocrite. I was like, nah, I don't want to go to that church because they'd be wearing pants. Bruh. Um, so anyway, she dragged me to to that, that non-denominational church. And the I started bawling my eyes, my pretty little brown eyes out. I was crying. I was in tears. God completely broke me down in that moment and told me, you're home. And uh, that was such an amazing moment for me because going to the 
to the old Pentecostal church and trying to forcibly make that my home, I felt I, I never felt at peace. When I came when I came back after I left, I never felt at peace there. I I always felt like I was walking into a war zone or like I was I was depressed or I was sad. Like I felt oppressed walking in there. Um, and I forgot what it was like to feel at peace, um, in God's house. And so when I walked into this non-denominational church and God completely broke me down in, in tears, I, I was like, you know what? I take that back. I'm glad we could wear pants and fall to our knees and worship you. And be completely vulnerable in your presence. And not worry about these. And not worry about religion. And not worry about what people look like. But just worry about that we're here to give you praise. And we're here for you. Um, but yeah, this is this. I'm going to end it right here. <laughs> because this is really long. But I hope you guys enjoy this. Um, disclaimer, all these memories, <laughs> everything described in this last episode or in all of these episodes are things from my point of view and the way that I remember things. Um, also, there are a lot of things missing from here because I had to squeeze all of this into one episode. So um, I will be filling in the blanks in the next episode actually the next episode i'm I'm not even gonna tell you because i haven't decided but anyway stay tuned bye